Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day, evening, weekend. Whenever it is, you might be sitting down and listening to this. Now, last month, I was very fortunate. I went out to Edmonton and I got to go see LPW 19 Speedball Strikes first. Now, I'm sure you've seen the clips. I'm I'm sure you've seen the match already because it was phenomenal. Speedball and MRB had a classic. It was one of the best matches I think I have ever seen in person. And what's funny enough is the match before that between Judas Icarus and Zoe Sager, I said the exact same thing for, and then Speedball and MRB went out there. Both those matches were incredible. I think if I'm not mistaken, they're both up on the Love Wrestling YouTube channel. So if they are, go check them out. I can guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. But from the get-go, everything was incredible. It was so awesome finally getting to meet up with Spencer and Zach and hang out with them and spend some time with them. Two incredible individuals. It was finally nice just to be able to, like, say what's up in person and, like, you know, do a bro hug and, like, just hang out. It was great. I loved it. Um, Meeting, you know, people that I've been able to become friends with, like hanging out with Ophelia and seeing Bree and talking to them, talking to Dustin, and then, you know, reconnecting with the people who I've been fortunate enough to have as guests on the show, you know, being able to talk to Mars and Reed, and, you know, seeing all the clandestine out there, talking to the Rads, who, like, they are such a great group of people, like, you see how they are in the ring, and they're exactly like that outside of the ring, like, it's it's great, it was, it put a smile on my face, just how much everybody cares about each other there. The environment, the wrestling environment coming out of that rec room is second to none. It was such an incredible atmosphere, a great time. If you get the chance to go to a Love Wrestling show, definitely go check out an LPW show because they are amazing. That was a great time meeting some new people out there as well, talking to Alex Rain and Jared Rogers. Meeting Jared Rogers was incredible. Like, I'm still smiling at the thought of meeting the Wiley veteran. And as soon as I did meet him, I think a few people took pictures and sent them to me. And I was grinning from ear to ear. Basically, it's on par with the picture posted of me with Ultimo Dragon. I have the same smile on my face. So it just shows just shows what wrestling can mean to someone. So um before the you know before the show. I had my recording stuff out there, so I was able to record some stuff with uh, some of the wrestlers, some of the talent that was there, and even recorded some afterwards. Now, I didn't know who I would be able to talk to, who would want to talk, you know, because I didn't want to push it on anyone who, you know, some people are just focused on wrestling, some people just, you know, maybe it's just not a day to talk. So I brought it out there open-ended, anyone who wanted to talk could, and came out of it with some pretty fun stuff. So... I aptly titled this episode shenanigans because the last half hour is that's all it is, is shenanigans with myself, Reed and Mars. Before that, you will get to hear me and Rich King talk about movies. Thaddeus and Archer, Thaddeus Archer and I lay out a a horror scenario in the rec room and the Wiley veteran and the LPW official of the year, Stuart Garvey. Um, they joined me and we just talk about some cringeworthy gimmicky gimmick matches. Just, you know, the ones that were really like, oh, as if that ever happened. So there was no rhyme or reason with this episode. It's just a lot of fun. And it caps off with me, Mars and um, Reed just yucking it up for a half hour, talking about anything and everything. Very little wrestling-related stuff, but hopefully you still enjoy. I was very tired by the end of it. And you can do just a a wild guess on how many, yeah, get busted out during that uh, chat. So without further ado, this episode is called Shenanigans. I have some incredible guests on here, so definitely check it out. 
Shoot them all a follow on their social media. Go check out an LPW show. Go check out an independent wrestling show. Have fun. Support these guys. And without further ado, here's shenanigans. Okay, we are here backstage at LPW 19. We're having a little bit of fun. We're chatting. Mars is creating all kinds of havoc, you know. Trying to deep throat a microphone. He's the short king, you know. He does what he wants to do. Um, I'm sitting here with Rich King. Yo! Rich King, former guest of the show, Rich King. For all your nutrition needs, Rich King. But you're here talking movies with me today, right? We got movies, baby. That's right. One of my favorite things on this earth outside of... Uh, the gym and wrestling, beating up seven and uh, making fun of nerds, you know? <laughs> you got to make fun of nerds, you know? <laughs> um, Halloween is right around the corner, so we are going to talk scary movies. Oh, yeah, scary movies. Yeah, let, let, let's go. So, I mean, first one you ever watched. Do you remember what it was? My first horror movie. Um, honestly, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but as a kid, I was frightened of The Little Mermaid okay. and Ursula. The whole scenes with like the little like seaweed guys and whatnot, yes, terrified me yep. as a kid. So like I can't remember exactly my first horror movie. I think it might have been like a really bad one, uh, like American Psycho Two or okay. something like that. That's one that popped in my head from like elementary school mm-hmm. with like Mila Kunitz. Like all the girls were into like the scary shit, and yeah. I was like not. <laughs> I was very adamant about no scary movies. Yeah. But uh, those would be the first two like times I watched a movie, and I legitimately considered myself like kind of scared. There was a wave there of like the like sequel horror movies. Like there was that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was like the new generation or something. Yeah, that was just the drizzling shits. I remember oh, the yeah. VHS tape of it. I uh, I found I, I found American Psycho two again on Tubi like a couple weeks ago to be yeah. honest, and I was like ah oh, like you know. I'm home by myself. I have nothing going on. It's a Friday night. Let's plug this in. Let's see how it is. And yeah. holy shit, is it an awful movie. Like, probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Like, there is nothing to do with the original American Psycho with that. And it's just, like, horrendous. The rewatchability of some of those, like, early 2000s movies. Like oh, absolutely. Dawn of the Dead, the uh, remake. The oh, I haven't watched that one in a long time. Because, like, I... Back then, you know, I loved it. You know, you had the Johnny Cash uh, man comes around, yeah. you know, to kick it off. You're all hyped up. I love that movie. And I rewatched <laughs> it like five years ago. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, like, again, you look at the mid 2000s, there was one I watched not too long ago. Um, and I completely forget what it's called now. So this is going to be completely irrelevant. But it was a Wes Craven one that came out like mid 2000 ish. And it was just so bad. And the CGI was just so horrendous on it and like it's funny because at the time it was probably groundbreaking mm-hmm. people were having nightmares because of these movies you know you, you watch a movie like pitch black even yep. these days and it's like at the time looked amazing mm-hmm. like incredible movie terrifying and then you see these creatures now and it's just like what is this yeah. awful like ps2 graphic game like movie that yeah. i'm watching like it's horrendous you know i don't i, I mean we were going to talk horror movies but i have to say this first like the early 2000s the action movies yeah they had a vibe like it was very like you had crystal method on the soundtrack <laughs> yeah, there was the obligatory yeah. car chase scene like the explosions yes, everywhere it was yeah a complete vibe it, it was and, and you know what like uh it, it's funny because not not the early 2000s but i'd say like into the 2010s like that's when i i used to be big into action movies i used to love action movies so much and then i just realized like these are the same fucking movie over and over again like you just said like you just named off like almost every action movie that there could be for the last 20 some years you know there's nothing distinguishable about a lot of these movies that like make you think like oh yeah i remember that one movie it's like it all just blends together i used to get so hyped up like i remember uh Around the time Fast and the Furious came out, then there was going to be one called Biker Boys. <laughs> I, they were I think I vaguely remember that. Rockets, yeah, and it was like it got like no like big release or yeah. nothing. Like it was straight to DVD. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Um, like I remember the first horror movie I watched was Candyman. Okay, that, that's starting there. off on a good note. Hey? Yeah, like that was way back. I think we were in grade six at the time. Like we were twelve years old. 
watching at my friend Henry Tatt's house, and this was middle of the day, and he got so scared he puked, and his mom <laughs> oh, got mad at us. Wow. That's a hell of a first-time story. Yeah. Holy shit. Somebody just, like, pukes because they're so terrified. So scared. So, like, we had to go rent, like, a movie to, like, calm him down. And stuff. Yeah. So it was Mighty Ducks. So it was a very drastic change. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to have this rule where oh. if I watched a horror movie, I'd have to watch something, like, very... Um, like silly and just yep. fun to kind of balance it out before going to bed just to keep the brain in like a good place and mm-hmm. not have like terrifying nightmares yeah. afterwards but like over time you just get numb to it all because you're just watching it every day so it, it's almost very rarely that a movie will scare people nowadays I find yeah like, well it, it's tough to do without having it be just a jump scare right yes. and, and I mean there's an art to a jump scare too where it's just like you know, there's dumb ones where it's like, ah, fuck's sake. So you can see that a million miles away. Yeah. And then there's like legitimate ones where it's like, holy shit, that was terrifying. But like, it's tough to like have people watch a movie and just by the tension around it, like mm-hmm. terrify you, mm-hmm. right? And just feel uncomfortable with it all. I think the last time I legitimately got like creeped out was when I was watching Nope. Oh, yeah. Like, and then, like, because, like, it started, like, the first 20 minutes are pretty ominous. And, yeah. like, when you, the guy can kind of see, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen anyone, Nope yet. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, what is that, like, three years old now? Three like, years people old. should be seeing this. It's on this. streaming. It's fine. They deserve to be spoiled if they're watching. Like, he looks up into the sky and kind of sees, like, the ship, like, the alien ships moving amongst the clouds, eh? Like, yeah. Like, the clouds moving, like... That creeped me out, you know. I may have had a couple beers, so I was a little, you know, I had to turn (laughs) it off. There's such an art in the subtlety of, like, a horror movie of, like, the small things in the background that just happen to, like, creep by or, like, um, you you just see something flicker or, like, you know, one of the worst things that I see in a lot of horror movies is, like, especially monster movies, is they expose the monster way too early in the movie. Yeah. So it completely cuts the disbelief because, like, again, we're we're moviegoers. We're not that stupid anymore. Like, we know these aren't real things. Yeah. But it's like the more you see something, the less terrifying it is, mm-hmm. right? You think back to, like, the Cloverfield movies, right? Yeah. And despite the shaky cam and everything, like, the monster was so cool because you just didn't see it. You didn't see the full thing at all. You so. didn't know too much about it at all. No. Like, and even the way it began, the way it ended, there was, like... There was a lot of like, you know, you just mystery, to, yeah, right? You had to piece it all together. It was sort of like the first Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly, right? That came out and nobody knew. Like, people were thinking, is this a real thing? Yeah. Because back then the internet wasn't as a viable resource as it is now, you know? You yeah. could just look up and be like, no, they filmed it, they're so and so and this and that, you know? Like, I'm watching things like, is this like documentary footage? You know? like, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're yeah. legitimately scared. Well, and, and I would say the same about, like, Paranormal Activity, the first one at least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was such buzz around that, and there was such, like, it was kind of more of a cultural phenomenon than it was, like, oh, this is a great movie you need to go see, because yeah. the buzz around it was so intense. And I, I, I think that would probably be the first time I, like, watched a horror movie, and then it was like, okay, I kind of want to, like, chase this feeling of, like, this adrenaline dump that comes with being terrified, because, like... Again, the subtlety of it all, of just, like, the door moving, but you can't see anything. Like, yeah, sure, there's probably a guy on with a string, but you can't see any of that. Mm-hmm. And there's no CGI to it all. Uh, and a lot of it was just practical, like, you know, uh, video effects. And, and it just made it to be such a creepy movie. Do you remember Signs? Um, you know what? I don't think I've ever watched Signs all the way through. Okay. But uh, I, I remember vague parts of it for some reason. There was one moment where, like, you, you remember the gist of it, like, yeah, 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 and stuff. And like, there's one terrified moment, of water or whatever. Yes, <laughs> they they showed like, oh, this is footage from a birthday party in Brazil on the news, you know, and they, it's like shaky cam, yeah. you know, and it shows like looking down like an alleyway, and you'd see like the alien step out and look, and like to me that was like creepy, even though like I know it's not real, yeah. you know, but you watch it, you're like. Okay, this is kind of weird. You yeah. Know? So it's like that I kind of enjoy. Oh, absolutely. Like feeling so. It it it's it's a crazy thing because, you know, we as humans we do a lot of things that are very silly when it comes to just the nature of things, right? Mm-hmm. Like we purposely terrify ourselves, yeah. whereas every other animal in the in population like purposely goes out of its way to not be terrified of its surroundings to keep itself away from danger and we're like oh i'm gonna go on this 60 foot drop roller coaster yeah. and i'm i'm gonna hop in this tin metal plane flying like 
hundreds of miles of kilometers. You don't see gazelles like running up to a lion being like, I'm going to see if I can run faster than you. <laughs> I, I want to see the danger of this. Absolutely. So that, that's kind of always a funny thing whenever I'm watching like a, a horror movie and I get that little, that little adrenaline dump. Have you watched anything lately of the horror genre? Um, like, do you mean in terms of like new releases or it could be new or old? New or old. Uh, you know what? Honestly, in, in an attempt to find kind of lower, lesser known movies, I, I've really kind of gone to like smaller budget ones and, and they're just not good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is super unfortunate. Um, one that I actually really liked though was uh, Incident in Ghostland. Okay. It was a movie I saw. It's a Canadian movie actually. Um, and, and it's just kind of, it's very haunting. And, and there's like there, there's an event that happens midway through the movie and it's just such a mind fuck mm -hmm. and it just gets you right back in the movie and it's like what wait what mm -hmm. <laughs> so now you're back invested in the movie yeah. for the second half and it's just I, I can't recommend it enough for people like it, it's a little bit hard to watch in certain parts but like it's a horror movie so I feel like a lot of them kind of are yeah. in certain aspects like I'm I'll, I'll be completely honest I'm not a very like gore person like the saw movies don't do it for me that stuff makes me sick and like disgusted i remember watching a uh, house of wax and the person getting their achilles tendon cut going wow. up the stairs i think it was paris hilton or um or jared padalecki or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that i'm re-watching um supernatural so yeah. all of this is fresh in mind but uh that moment just like ruined a lot of this stuff for me and open face stairs i always have a little bit of like a fear of going up just for that reason of like if somebody cuts your achilles it's just oh as soon as you mentioned that i thought of hostel yes hostel is another one that i watched pretty young mm -hmm. and was just gnarly just the eyeball scene yeah. and just so much of it was as soon as she sees it and then just jumps in front of the uh, tree, you know like it's like uh, oh my god yeah uh, sorry, I gotta ask you a question. Have you ever gone down the human centipede train? I've seen the trailer. Okay. And I can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah, I, I, I made the mistake of watching the first one. Yeah. It's horrendous. It's awful. Like, all, everything about it is just so cringe. Like, I... It was probably one of the first movies that I wanted to just turn off mm -hmm. and like just never see it again. But I'm a completionist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like bittersweet for me sometimes because I'm like, oh, this sucks, but I just got to see it through to the end. Maybe it's a good ending. Like, who knows? Um, which helped me with um, one movie I watched uh, not too long ago, and I completely forget what it is. It has like a little like wind up toy monkey on the poster. Oh. Um, it's kind of found footage-ish. Um, if it comes back to me, yeah. we'll come back to it. I got sidetracked, man. I, I lost okay. my train of thought. Don't but don't watch Human Centipede. Don't watch Hostel. Those movies are garbage. Um, with a lot of these movies that I hear that are like super brutal, what I'll do is I'll actually just Wikipedia them, read the synopsis, and be like, mm -hmm. oh, that sounds gnarly. Mm -hmm. I don't think this movie's for me. I'm I'm in the same boat where when it's a lot of gore, like I check yeah. out at that point because yeah. it doesn't do anything for it. You know? Yeah, like give me a good haunting show. You yes. know, like I want to be creeped out. Yeah, that's what's going to scare me nowadays. And it seems like because people were so focused on the blood and the gore that like you kind of missed out on just the whole creepiness aspect of some of the scary movies. Yeah, and that's what I miss. Absolutely, man. Hundred uh, percent. And e even like not just movies too, but like. Lately, there's been some really good shows that have come out. Like, uh, I forget the director's name, but he's done a lot for Netflix lately. But, like, that show Midnight Mass was, okay. like, it's it's not super horror-ish, but, like, it is very dark and creepy on that side of things, which was fantastic. Um, they had, like, uh, Bly Manor and then The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. So those three shows were just phenomenal on that side of things. So, um yeah, I've really gotten into the horror side of things over the last couple of years, and did it's been you, fun. Did you ever watch um, American Horror Story? I did, actually. I I, made, I just went through basically all of the seasons. I didn't catch up on the very last season. Um, I ended up getting caught up in the American Horror Anthology okay. series, where it's just, like, random miscellaneous stories. Yeah. And, like, there's a couple in it that were good. There's a lot that were bad. Mm -hmm. But... Um, but, uh, but yeah, American Horror Story was, was really good. I remember watching it years ago. But uh, the, the big thing that I have an issue with American Horror Story is, like, it starts off so creepy for the first couple episodes and then just almost, like, turns into this comedy by the end. And yeah. there's, like, nothing really 
scary about it. You don't get yeah. a lot of resolution with a lot of the stuff, and it's just like, eh, eh. It, it, it was what it was. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a fun watch. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It's a good ride. Again, I'll watch it all the way through to the end. But, like, uh, by the end of the season, you forget that it's actually, like, a horror show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that re- it's really a testament to, like, when they're doing their marketing and everything. Like, they kind of trap you in. And then you're kind of, you know, you're a completionist. You watch all yeah, the Yeah, exactly. I've done the same thing with shows. <laughs> Did I need to watch all of Sons of Anarchy? No, but I don't <laughs> be invested three seasons. So yeah, you, see how this you, know, ends. you know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Somehow yeah. mischief happens. They get out. They get away from the law and everybody's happy. You knew how every episode was going <laughs> to happen. You know, oh, you're going to yeah. get your Katie Siegel cover song. You know, Absolutely. You're going to get the motorcycle chase. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah. Now, Rich, for those listening, if you have anything to plug, here's your chance go ahead yeah absolutely you can find me on all social medias at rk underscore wrestling uh that's instagram that's facebook that's twitter uh follow rich hill uh at rk athletics on twitter and on instagram for all your fitness needs great guy handsome devil uh couldn't say better and more than enough he got me in the shape that i'm in so uh but yeah if you want uh if you want more of the uh the movie takes. I am on Letterboxd as well. Nice. Uh, I forget my tag, but you can find that on like Instagram or on uh, Twitter as well. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, love movies. If you want to chat movies, reach out to me, man, because uh, I always love that kind of stuff. Awesome. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, buddy. All right, I am back with the one and only Thaddeus Archer the Third. Thaddeus, how are you? I'm stupendous. I get to. Uh Hurt the sad rads again tonight. It's Maybe Ben while I'm at it. Who knows what's going to happen tonight at LPW 19? It's I mean, it's tonight's going to be one of our in, most insane nights. It's a stacked card from top to bottom. We are going to chat a little bit, and I have a question for you. I mean, Halloween is right around the corner, and I just wanted to throw a scenario around you. You know, like how there's like murder, death, kill, and that sort of thing, where you have yep. to pick three different people. Well. If there was a horror movie going on, there's a killer right now at the rec room. I'm laying out the okay. scenario for you. Okay. Now, one of the people in this room is a killer. Who out of, well, first off, out of everyone here, who's going to be the one to instigate a horror movie? Who's going to be the villain? So who's going to be like the, the Freddy or the, yes. the Michael? Uh, Pride. You think it's going to be Pride? Oh, I mean, he has two personalities, quite possibly more. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He talks to himself. Uh, his favorite movie is that, like, multiple personality M. Night oh, uh, um, Fracture Split. split. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. I mean, he literally... I feel personally, Pride at least, not Jack, but Pride. Yeah. And even Jack's getting a little crazy with the keys and stuff like that. They're, they're, you know, they're frightening. Out of everyone here, I did not think of him, but that's a good choice. Well, already has mental instability. There Lovely fella. Love managing him. Yes. But. Now, if, you know, Pride is on the warpath here, who's going to be the first one? You know how the horror movie, there's always the first person to die. Yep. You know, by some clumsy incident, you know, like Scream running out into the open area, getting stabbed. Who's going to be the first one to perish in this proximity? Jared Rogers. You think so? Oh, yeah. Why the wily veteran? Uh, because, uh, I don't know. He, I mean, he he's really good at looking stunned or scared or uh, just, like, shocked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he's not the biggest guy. Um, so yeah, I just feel like if I was if I was directing this movie, if I was writing this movie, Jared would be the first. Go. Fuck, that's too good. <laughs> and he get killed in front of his mom. Oh, yeah. During the show. During the show, of course. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, it was beautiful. I love it. You're ruthless. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> as he sits behind as us, as he's right behind <laughs> you. Okay. So Pride's the killer. Jared's the first to go. Who is going to have the most embarrassing death? Most embarrassing death. Uh, I'm going to stick with very topical right now, and I'm going to say Larry. You think Lumberjack Larry? Yeah. Larry uh, he's, if you've watched Tales from the Undercard, I can't believe I'm plugging my competition, but if you watch Tales from the Undercard, he's had a real rough go of late. He has. Uh, loss after causing a loss after loss, and I just feel like Larry, he's so ridiculous that he would have a very ridiculous death. I mean, just case in point, uh, plugging my own stuff, yes. go to TA3TV, look okay. up the LPW Hot Chip Challenge. Okay. 
everybody during that was dying and Larry was screaming and yelling, let's go, and just losing his crap. He would be the most, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say most embarrassing, but probably most insane death. Okay. Most exaggerated death. Now, most exaggerated, all right, who's going to have the goriest one? Who is Bride going to really take it out on? Uh, who does L- Lumberjack Larry? Lumberjack. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, there's enough like history between the two. Yeah, yeah the whole scene is going to be like the culmination. Of, it's going to be the precipice of the movie. This you know? is going to be the apex of the movie. Yeah, it's going to be like in Dead Alive when he has like the lawnmower and he's killing all the zombies mm-hmm. and there's like so much blood everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be that okay. with Pride and Lumberjack Larry. Um, now, does anybody survive this outcome? I think... And if so, is it multiple people, just one? Because if you answer That's a good question. I mean, uh, I think the best person to survive would be Gigi. You think so? Gigi, yeah. Okay. Because she's she's tough. Mm -hmm. She can basically get punched in the face and keep going, Mm -hmm. but you can't help but love her. She is one of the most amazing humans Mm -hmm. I've ever met. I would say Gigi is the last person standing. Like, typical heroine, covered in blood, walks away from the murder scene, as Spencer inter- interrupts us. Uh, typical horror heroine at the end of the movie walks away, you know, stumbling, covered in blood from the murder scene. It's Gigi. Okay. Now, what is going to be Pride's weapon of choice throughout all of this? Uh, the Skull Ramble Championship. Yeah. But as, th- as it goes on, it's going to fall off the belt. And he's just going to end up with, like, shards of the plates and just be, like, slashing and hacking towards the end. You know, he'll start by, like, hitting people and bludgeoning them with it, and it'll just fall apart. And he'll end up, like, you know, the old WWE hardcore title. And then he'll just, in the end, he'll have two pieces in his hand, and it'll just be cut and hacking and slashing. Does Pride have any, like, catchphrases? Uh, And if so, here's your chance to really, like, get him a signature catchphrase for his kills. (laughs) My first one, the mind is horrible. Oh. <laughs> Here's Pridey. <laughs> um, uh, that's I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, like that. I like it too much. He's just like every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just creeps up behind yeah. him. Here's Pridey. Oh, and he's a big Shining fan, so it's perfect. There you yeah. go. Okay, I like that. I like that. Now, okay, Gigi overcomes everything. She is the 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 hero in the story. Do we see a sequel? Does Pride come back? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because he's going to go to the insane asylum for a okay. bit. You know, he, they'll they'll find him. He'll still be alive. They'll take him to the insane asylum. So mm-hmm. the first part of the next sequel is going to be like, I can't remember. You know, I'm trying to think of too many horror movies, but like the first quarter to a half of it's going to be like in the insane asylum, like them trying to rehabilitate him, and maybe he's better, and then he loses it and finds his way to escape. He escapes, and then the other. Three quarters to a half a movie is him going on a rampage again. Okay, here here's one more for you. And then hopefully this movie can start getting in pre-production because I love the idea of it. Now, you know how in a horror movie there's always, there'll be like somebody looking for someone, you know, like, Joanne, there you are. And then they find her, but then Joanne's dead and then falls over, you know. Okay. Like, you know, her spine is ripped out or something. Yeah. Who's going to have that moment here? Oh, I know already. Okay. So, uh, it'll be Mars. Okay. And uh, he will he will be you know teetering against the wall, looking beat up, and someone will come ask him how he's doing, and he'll let out a very faint, what do you mean? and then fall and die. Because you know you got to get the Mars. What do you mean? You know, as soon as I had asked that question, I looked down and he was the first person. <laughs> so it's funny how that works out. Now Thaddeus. Where can everyone find you? Anything you would like to plug? Here's your chance. Well, of course, I've already plugged uh, TA3 TV on YouTube or just uh, search Thaddeus Archer Third on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Then you'll find everything to do with Love Pro Wrestling 7, the Archer Report, the 7 Report. Um, and then on, other than that, all social media, Thaddeus Archer 3 or on Instagram, Thaddeus Archer because I never added the 3. So. Thaddeus, thank you so much for doing Yeah, that. this is fun. I, 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 I want to like make a, write a whole new other one, but we'll leave it up to someone else. Okay, we are back. We are minutes away from LPW 19, Speedball Strikes First, and I am joined by two very lovely individuals. Jared Rogers. And LPW 2022 Referee of the Year, Stuart Garvey. 
gentlemen, I appreciate you joining me. Thanks you could hear Boris us. in the background audibly groaning. An audible groan from the audible chocolate. Now, guys, Halloween's right around the corner. Yeah. Spooky season. I want to talk about the scariest wrestling matches we've seen. The cringiest gimmick matches. All of that sort of stuff. When we were spitballing before, you guys had some great ideas. So what are some of the ones that come to mind for you guys? TNA has tried so much over the years, and very few of them have worked. Like, the the Ultimate X, fantastic. Like, so fun. Pretty much everything else they tried failed. Like, like (laughs) the Reverse Battle Royal, complete mess. King of the Mountain, eh. It's okay. (laughs) It's very... God, that Reverse Battle Royal, though. (laughs) Reverse Battle Royal, is that when they had to start in and go No, out? everyone started on the stage. Okay. It was a race to get in the ring. Okay. Then they would start a second battle royal where you, like, you had to throw everyone out. And then I think the last two had a regular singles match. It was way overcomplicated. Like, all of their gimmick matches ended up being. Like, same yeah. with the King of the Mountain. It's just... Didn't they also have, like, a penalty box match? Is that... I think that's King of the Mountain. I'm pretty sure Is that it's King yeah. of the Mountain. Yeah. Okay. I believe the like that uh, one was like. Wasn't it? You need to um, pin your opponent in order to like put the title, climb the ladder with the title belt to hang it up and like win the match. Yeah. Yeah. You. And if to, like, if you get pinned, you have to be put in the penalty box. I don't remember okay. for yeah. how long. That Just was. It's way very overcomplicated. Like, super complicated. It didn't make sense. Um, like, NXT kind of did it better this year with the yeah. like they they had like the Iron Man like multi man yeah, kind of yeah. thing which I actually think was really fun like I mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to think um, what they called oh, it but it was what's fun. The, uh, what's the other one they did? Uh, you could argue Feast or Fired was uh, I I kind of yeah. like it I kind of don't because weren't they like legit fired? If, yes. Yeah. 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 There was a few. I think the most recent one uh, like Yuya. They just yeah. had one a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, Yuya is out. The yeah. Zoom ending is like. Uh, they, they had him in the Feaster fired. Yeah. He was fired, but then they did a, oh, if you win this next match, you're back. And then. Oh, so they just completely invalidated their own match. No, but yeah. if, <laughs> they, if, they, if he lost, the he was still fired. So oh. he lost and he's fired. Sure. I can say that because by the time the tapings air, it, it all lines up. So oh, yeah. okay, we're not spoiling fine. nothing. Don't worry. Um, TNA was terrible for that. WCW was like the shits too for a lot of those. Anything on a pole, man. Yeah. Because like they, Judy oh, Bagwell on a the, forklift. That's the one. There you that's, go. Oh, man. I swear they had one where it was like boxes on the top of the corners, but like one of the items fell through the box, like before oh, it even could go through. I don't remember what it was called, but like... Super up on WCW in all honesty, but... WCW oh. died before I was born, so... Oh my see, god, Jared. He's a child. I, I'm not much hey, I'm better. The, I'm, I'm the Wiley veteran. veteran. He is the Wiley veteran. <laughs> very true. The fact that it died before you were born makes me feel so old as a person. <laughs> I still love you both very much, but holy shit. Um... Okay, we'll we'll kind of leave WCW out of it, but I mean I WWE. They had the Ring of Fire match was kind of yeah, the iffy. Yeah, the Inferno oh. matches. Yeah, because they did the Inferno match, yeah. and then when uh, Bray and Kane, I think, had the Ring of Fire match, they never said what it was, but it was oh, the yeah, ring, it, was, it was an Inferno, Inferno match. But there wasn't the like setting people on fire. It was just a regular match oh. that happened to have fire, fire on the ring. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Kind of just, they had the um, the dog kennel from Hell match. Oh no! Which was oh, terrible. I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, that one was bad. Garbage. I'm trying to think of any others really stand out from them. I mean, I guess like the one. I don't know a ton about WCW. Didn't they do like a triple cage match at one point where yes. it was like legitimately like three stacked on top of each other and it was just because like, that was based from uh, Ready to Rumble. Oh, I think okay. they had that same. Is that match where David there. Arquette won the title? Yes, he won oh. the title. So uh, that's w- scary. W- you guys like almost need to like go back and just watch how bad all of that was, just to know how good we have it nowadays. Well, <laughs> I love bad wrestling. That's yeah. I, bad wrestling is yeah, bad wrestling, wrestling is the bad. Like yeah. I've described it as like watching The Room. <laughs> It's not yep. a traditionally good movie, mm-hmm. but it's so much fun to watch. 100%. Sometimes that is like half the joy. Mm-hmm. But 12 minutes from doors opening. Oh no. 
Since you could hear Spencer giving the announcement, we're going to wrap things up right away because I know you both have to get ready. Um, if Here's a chance if you have anything to plug, social media, anything like that, uh, go ahead. Uh, you can find me on almost all social media platforms at the Jared Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S. R-O-G-E-R-S is how you spell it. No D. Figure out how to spell his own name. Uh, I pretty much only just have Instagram at Stuart Garvey, S T E W A R T G A R V E Y. Perfect. Yeah, good. Guys, thank you for having me. Thank you Thanks so much for, for doing this. Yeah. Anytime, man. That is not the open. That's but gonna, that's this the is the show. open. This could be the whole show. This is the open now because I am joined with none other than the Short Kings. We are at the Love Wrestling headquarters. This is a, uh, it's a massive complex. There's a training facility out back for the the wrestlers, and that's what we've done all day is just trained literally all day. So, guys, how is it going? This is post LPW nineteen. How are, how are things? You forgot to mention the ten billion dollar compound. And they have a cage in the back for TJ Cannon. It's wild. It is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, how, how? I mean, let's. We'll be serious for a minute. Just a minute. How? How are you? How are you? How are you both feeling after after the after the event? Uh, I'm feeling good. You're feeling not good? too sore. Not dying too much. That's good. Simple match. Killed their ads a bit. Be up a judge. Be up rich. Be up Larry. Uh, I'm not sore either. I beat up Rads as well. I, I wasn't as successful in getting the win, but I guess I'll deal with that next month. Yeah. 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 Okay, there's going to be a lot of that. We're just preparing you now. Um, I <laughs> sp- Speaking of prepared, I didn't prepare anything for this. So, guys, what do you want to talk about? It's an open floor, like anything you want. It's open mic night, really. It is open. That's, that's dangerous, brother. You know, to be fair, I guess we should introduce ourselves. You said Short Kings, but you never said, Hi, my name is Mars the Specialist. And I am the Thickness Reed Matthews, and we are the Short, short kings. kings. And to, to you guys, what is a short king? I mean, by definition, is anyone under six feet? But to our definition, we don't judge anyone can be a short king if they're short at heart. 5'11 and under. Brother, I literally just said our definition, <laughs> and you just said the same thing. <laughs> So I did realize during this weekend that I am a short king because I am 5'8", and I could not be prouder because... He threw him up. I threw him up. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, (laughs) You guys dropped your first podcast this past week? Yep. Correct. That was incredible. I was uh, laying on a park bench listening to it. No word of a lie, and it, uh, it, I had to wait for my ride. There's a bench at work, so I was just laying on it. So Respect. Yeah, I was listening to it, enjoyed it. Um, what made you guys decide to, to do that? We have to thank our manager for that one. Yeah. Uh, our, our stage manager, Tisha, Tisha Matthews. Yeah. 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 So basically, um, we have a problem that whenever we're together, like filming Short Kings videos, we sat, sit outside his house in front of my car for about an hour just talking. It's not even filming videos, just in general. Like, if we go to the gym at the same time, mm-hmm. like, my wife, she'll go and, like, go get ready because we're going to leave. And she can literally hear us on the other side of the gym <laughs> <laughs> laughing. So she's like, oh, I know where they are. And uh, just, like, an extra hour of us not working out. So there's been plenty of times where, like, she sits in the car mm-hmm. and just watches us spout random BS for an hour straight. And she's like, okay, guys, I got to – I want to go home, please. So she finally said, make a podcast. Actually, like, put your babble to use. Yes. So that's basically why we made the podcast. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's a great idea. I mean, I was very entertained. Um, I had a thought, but I just I lost it. I'm not going to lie. So um, it, that might happen a few times today. <laughs> but <laughs> um, let's see. This I can edit out afterwards, so that's good. I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, we could put a little more perspective on what we do when we're just talking to each other. Literally, we were driving and we had a conversation on what's the difference between a stone, a rock, and a boulder. Today. That happened today. Today. Is, hold on. Is that why? What took you guys four hours to get back? 
Well, a bit, it's a bit of that, and it's a bit of the fact that they're teaching me skincare routine and a bunch of stuff like oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah, I did some, oh, yeah. I did some, we did some personal shopping as well. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we have a bunch of like skincare and stuff in the car because they're like. They always say, I have, like, nice skin. I have, like, nice features. But, like, you're young. You got to, like, keep care of yourself. Moisturize that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're yelling at me about. Yeah. So, like, Tisha was just, like, in the aisle. She's like, all right, this is this moisturizer. This is this. I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. But we handled it. You're good. We handled it. Yeah, he's, he's trained now. Hopefully. We got some props for the Short Kings videos as well. We're good. That's good. Uh, and, and now, we- hold on. Like, skincare. When you're, you know, doing your skincare before today, was it just, like, soap? The same soap for I, I have face wash. But like that's just like not enough. Okay, you need told. more than that. Yeah. Okay. And what did you uh, invest in today to maximize your potential skincare? Uh, well, we got moisturizer. Yep. Uh, what was the other ones? I got more tanning stuff. That's besides the point. Oh, te- she's made. She's no, we, she's we, giving me. She's giving me. Oh yeah, cleanser. Uh, yeah. We, oh, okay. we also went through the process of what goes when. Oh, you gave me like certain, and what like, not to use. Oh, uh, they gave me like uh, these like gloves because you not loofahs anymore. I've been banned from loofah usage. Why? So we asked him. <laughs> we asked him. We were out to dinner, and we uh, we were. Ta- I don't know how we got on the co- topic like, how, of how do you, wash your how do you like like we were talking about like our own like health skincares and whatnot. And so I asked him I was like, how do you wash your face? He says loofah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Mars, that's not how you wash your face. How do you wash your face, <laughs> loofah? Did you put anything on the loofah, or did you just rub the loofah on your face? I, I, I just put, like, my body wash and stuff. Like, okay, oh, okay. at least face. there's something. At least yeah. there's something. Okay. But uh, they're like, no, you got to get, like, the face wash, the moisturizer, and they gave me, like, these gloves because loofahs carry a lot of bacteria or stuff like yeah. that. And now it's like, what's the gloves called? Exfoliating. 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 Exfoliating gloves. I still have a cut on my lip from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been so bad at talking the last few days. Oh, yeah, blame me. I do. <laughs> Exfoliating gloves. So that's my new loofah. I'm envisioning you guys going to like one of those, uh, you know, like at the Bay or whatever. They have like a Mac cosmetics thing. I'm envisioning you guys going to the skincare version of that and Mars sitting in the chair and like a registered skincare retician coming up and being like, you need to do this and this and this. I'm I'm hoping that's what it was like. It was, her name was Tisha Matthews. Was okay. Wild. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. What's happened? Okay. Uh, you didn't expect the short kings come on here to talk about skincare, did you? It, it, it's something important, though. Exactly. And you know what? I think in wrestling, um, maybe a lot of people don't take enough skincare for themselves. It's true. So it's this could be true. opening doors to a lot of people, a lot of new avenues. I mean, that could be your new venture is a skincare podcast. Short kings skincare. The, the short kings do skincare. Yes. See. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I had a stroke you mid-sentence. Did. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say before uh, when I forgot. Because on your podcast, it was uh, talking about Pokemon and stuff like that. And yeah. 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 And that is something I know very little about. I know Squirtle. I know Snorlax. And only recently, Smoliv. Why boy. specifically Smoliv? Yeah, because it's a small olive. It is incredible. <laughs> Because it's a small. You also olive. notice he knows he knows three Pokemon that all start with the letter S: Squirtle, yeah. Snorlax, and Smallwolf. My true. boy knows Snorlax though, so that's, he's good with me. That, Snorlax is Reed's favorite Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, I I feel very like in touch with Snorlax, just wanting to sleep and being a big guy and eat. And eat. So, um, <laughs> like. Pokemon video games. Where did the love for the Pokemon start? Was that like first? from you the younger days? I mean, I would assume I so. Assume, yeah. <laughs> um. So like when I uh, this is Reed. Uh, when <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we get mixed up. Okay. Um, are, are, are our voices that similar though? I don't, I don't know. I think sometimes. No. Not that bad? <laughs> oh, thank God. That's one thing different. <laughs> That's probably a difference. <laughs> um. When I was younger, like the um, the anime started in uh, in uh, in Canada, and it wasn't until like their second generation of games that I would play my brother's old game. Okay, I couldn't save though, so he he had his save file. I just keep starting a new game, and I'd only get to like the second gym ever out of eight, and then he'd have to restart next time I play the game. And then it wasn't until um, the third generation of games came out that I had my own, and that's kind of where it started for me. Okay, okay, uh, for myself. This is Mars. <laughs> that now this is Mars. That was Reed who just said this yeah. is Mars, or else we're going to confuse. Oh yeah, everyone. this is they're going to confuse everyone. Don't yeah. don't screw people up. Don't <laughs> screw people up. 
So I started it differently. People who know Pokemon know that like it's mostly a handheld game. Yes. Like DS, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all that stuff. My first ever Pokemon experience was through the GameCube. Okay. My brother had Pokemon Coliseum on the GameCube, which is kind of like most of the um, main console games were like just battle simulators. This one was kind of a battle simulator, but also had like a small little story mode to go with it. Okay. So I played that a bit, but my first ever like my own Pokemon game where I actually had my own like playthrough and like my own character was the sequel to that, which is Xe Gale Darkness, which is mostly a story based one. Okay. And then after that, I got into like the Game Boy and the uh, DS games and all that stuff. So yeah, I was I was a game GameCube kid. Was the GameCube the first system you ever owned? Um, I guess technically for like myself, it was like more my console. So yes. Okay. But my family had like the Je- Sega Genesis, okay. PS One, PS Two. Okay. Yeah, and to this day, still have like a PS Two and a GameCube. Yeah, still play them like, every once in a while. Yeah. yeah, every once in a while. Okay. Okay. What about you, Reed? Uh, my first one technically was the 64, 64, and then the Game Boy Color. Uh, but then eventually we got the GameCube after. So that was like it was. I would have to say it's like the first one I actually had some stake in because like I had my own games. Yeah, and my brother had his games, and I had my own controller and whatnot. So I don't think I ever touched a GameCube in my life. I know like there You're was missing ton- out. Missing out, there brother. was lots of wrestling games for it, like mm-hmm. different ones. The but nineteen games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I envisioned the like some of the GameCube games to be like the old WrestleMania, the arcade game that you could do like a like Bret Hart would like shoot hearts out of his hand or stuff like that. Oh, you that know? that's old school, yeah. Yeah, actually, I actually never, yeah, I'd actually never played any. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never played any of the uh, wrestling games on the GameCube. My first wrestling game was WWE 12 on the Xbox 360. Okay. You know, it's funny. My first WWE game was 13. How did I... Huh? <laughs> How did I start before you? I don't know. To be fair, I started, wrestling, I started watching wrestling before you. It's true, you did. Which also is a funny story. Oh, well, here you go. So for context, I am, what, five years younger than you? How old are you? 23, now? 28. I'm not 28. I'm 27. Sorry, close. Uh, <laughs> it gets muddy when you get up there, you know? 27, 28, 29. No, it doesn't. It gets muddy. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm four years younger than Reed, uh, yeah. but I started watching wrestling in 2010, and he started watching in 2013. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm, what can I say? I'm just a bigger wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I, it's not a competition, though. It is to me. I learned today that Aries are competitive. <laughs> <laughs> What else did you learn today? Because we've got skincare, uh, we've got we, horoscope. We, lear- we learned that a boulder is a, just a big stone, and a stone and a rock are the same thing. So technically, you could have had the Rock Johnson, or Stone Johnson, and you could have had Rock Cold Steve Austin. So they can switch. So yeah. Rock and Stone can switch, but Boulder can. So Boulder's no. big. Boulder's big. So Boulder Bronson or whatever, he's out of question. Yeah, he's, out, yeah, he's still out Boulder. Of he's still Boulder. Yeah. But it could be Rock Cold Steve Austin and the Stone Johnson. Okay. Okay. All right. That that works. Um, here's open floor for you guys. I'm going to let you talk about whatever you want because I got to grab my that. charger <laughs> to plug in. I can still hear it. So, I mean, I can always edit it out later if it's really stupid. But it's always stupid with us. It is, it is not always stupid. So <laughs> feel free to chat about anything for a couple minutes. All right, cool. You want to talk about that? We learned about star signs today, Mars. Oh, he's grabbing a mic. I stole Blair's mic. There you go. Um, so if you if you hear Blair's mic, that's Mars. That's. The- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we were talking about star signs now. I mean, that's what you learned today. I learned about star signs. So Aries were what super competitive. We're like strong heart. What was it? Stubborn. Uh, I'm kind of stubborn. I don't see the stubborn, if I'm being honest. I see the competitive. I'm competitive. I'm definitely competitive. He is competitive. Very. And Smash Bros. I, I was yelling last night. He was. I, wait, I wasn't here last night. <laughs> <laughs> you just said. You just. I was remembering us playing Smash you're Brothers. You're in my brain, so it works. <laughs> um, no, I'm Sagittarius. It means I'm more adventurous. Which checks out. I, I don't see it. You, ever want, you and Tisha see it. You don't I, think you're adventurous? No, I don't. I guess I have a different idea of adventurous, though. I feel like you like... But the bottom line is, our compatibility is good. Yeah, we have a good compatibility, which good... makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, Jack Pride is a Sagittarius, which also checks out. Yeah, all makes sense. All makes sense. Do you know what TJ is? When was TJ? I don't Did remember you... TJ. TJ's born in February? 
We're looking at our oh, manager. Oh, stage right manager is stage manager's looking up. What what? No, this is Blair back on Blair's mic that Mars was using before. Thanks for clarifying that. Yep, just in case. Clarification. Pisces? End of February or beginning of February? I don't know that much. He's like one of your best friends. Pisces, there you go. (laughs) And you don't know that? Uh, No comment, I plead the fifth. I'm not going to lie, I thought you were going to deep throat the (laughs) button. I thought you're. <laughs> I thought you're. <laughs> you got up to that mic so slow and he so did. seductively. I thought you were just going. Go, oh. <laughs> Is this the most chaotic podcast you've done yet? And so far, <laughs> this, this is how it checks out. This is exactly how ours went. <laughs> this is probably one of the best live ones I've ever done just for laughter factor alone. So, I mean, Hey, keep going. That's it's great. We're, I, I always say the short King's the most chaotic uh, people you could be around. Yeah. I get that vibe. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys definitely bounce off of each other quite well. And it all just happened like randomly organic. Yeah. Like we met at the PWA battle of the dome show too, but it was like, just like really offhandedly three words essentially to each other. And then that was a, Okay. And then we didn't meet up again until like July of that year. Were you guys more friendlier the second time around? Um, we yeah. We were. We did a rivalry um, for three months or two months. Actually. It would have been... Four shows? It was, it was four matches across four shows, but we did... Um, it was like three months because we were just like out of, out of town a lot and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and just through that, we learned that we're the same person. Yeah, because you started traveling together and finding similar interests. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, we're the same person. To the point where we just, like, we're talking, and then we just say the same thing. At the same time. Like, uh, they um, found out I was an Ed Sheeran fan today. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite Ed Sheeran song? Ooh. Yeah, go on. Ooh, that's hard. It's between... Bad Habits. Oh, that's a good one. Bad Habits that's is very good. That's a banger. Good. Oh, what's the other one from that album? Oh, I'm blanking now. Let's go Bad Habits. It's the one I can remember, so it must be my favorite. <laughs> um, but we were talking about Ed Sheeran in my car today, and then we just randomly both said, Ginger's got to stick together. And we, it's always, and Tisha, our stage manager, can confirm this. Yeah. We always say the same thing. Look at each other and then die. Yeah, yeah we, we finish. Like, it's not even like we started and one of us finished. We both finished the sentence mm-hmm. and then proceed to realize what we just did. Okay. Okay. So we, we are the same person. Yeah. Ed Sheeran fan. Um, Louis Capaldi as well. Not so much. I, I I can handle him, but like I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Okay, can handle him. You can handle. Him. <laughs> that's, that's a bad way to put it, isn't it? Make it sound like that's like your torture music. Like, oh man, my alarm, Louis Capaldi. I better get up and turn it off. Like, my alarm is my entrance song because I get fired. But ah, oh, work. Yeah. Let's go, Calgar. Ah, oh, work. <laughs> what about? Okay, so no Louis Capaldi. Harry Styles. Oh, oh, our stage manager's perked up. That's her favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I assume you know more about Harry Styles than me now. Yeah, I do. You're forced to. I mean, I enjoy his music. She's just opened the doors to that music for me. But did you listen to Harry Styles before? No. Before, I was really much just like a like rock metal person. Yeah. And then when I met my lovely wife, she introduced me to all, all the other music. And there's some good stuff there's out there. Bangers. See? I've always just been open to like any kind of music. Like My favorite band is Disturbed. You know my last entrance song was What Are You Waiting For by Disturbed. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, I just listen to everything now. When we were driving today, you had a song that I was even like, what is this? It sounded great. It was like, <laughs> it was a, a song, the Hedgehog, Hedgehog song. Boss Battle I theme. Knew <laughs> I knew it was going to be a Sonic song. <laughs> it was so good. There's Sonic the Hedgehog music, bangers. I thought it was like a cover for like Pop Goes Punk or something like that. Just the vibe I got from it. It was I'm, great. I mean, our Short King's entrance song is a Sonic song. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Unbeatable? Undefeatable. Undefeatable, sorry. Undefeatable, and there's also a boss battle theme from the same game. Okay. That's why it's a banger. Banger. Is the whole album of Sonic songs bangers? Um, I say m- almost every vocal theme is a banger. Obviously, there's some, like, misses with, like, just, like, stage, like, battle, like, stage music or stuff like that. But, like, every vocal track in a Sonic game, banger. Does I'll- Tails have an album? Um, so actually in like the older GameCube games, like every character is playable and every character does have like a custom theme for like their story mm-hmm. and Tails is one and a Sonic Adventure one banger. Okay. 
now we're gonna go into Sonic lore. So I hope oh. you know your Sonic. Oh, wow. oh that's okay. me, baby. Because there is Sonic. There's Tails. There's Knuckles. How does the Sonic like? bloodline work here with relationships and everything some of us don't know so sonic himself in the video games isn't related to anyone in the comic books he does have like a dad and stuff like that the comic books and the games have like very different continuities okay okay knuckles in both the games and the comic books have like a whole ancestral line Uh, is that related to the hedgehog line at all no okay so like in the games like in sonic adventure one there's like an kinda tribe which like this old tribe that all died out knuckles is the only one left but you can go you go in the past in those games Tails not related to anyone. He's just Sonic's best friend. They met when they were younger, and now he's just like his like little brother sort of he's thing. Like a fox or something? Yeah, he's a two-tailed fox. He's okay. like a mutant fox. Are there two-tailed fox in the real world? I mean, probably somewhere. Yeah, there's probably okay. there's, there's probably like anomalies. Like there's, like a, there's two-headed snakes out there. There's gotta be a two-tailed fox. Yeah, I, I assume so. Maybe yeah. Okay. And then you have like Amy, who's also hedgehog, but not like related to Sonic. Uh, Shadow is a like a. Like and not an android, but he's like he's like a he's built. Okay. He's like not organic. Uh Silver is a hedgehog from the future. Uh Vector's a crocodile, not related. When did time travel get in like put into the Sonic? Honestly, class? very early. Just no one played it because it was on Sonic C D, which was part of this uh Sega Genesis add on, which had like cause they had like C D add on. Yep. Because Genesis had the cartridges only. But they had a CD add on and they wanted to sell it using Sonic C D and they had time travel in that game. Gotcha. So, wait, now we're going to go back to video games a bit, like the systems. So, there was Sega Genesis, there was the Sega CD, yeah. and wasn't there like the 32X as well? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's also just an add-on for the Sega yeah, CD. Yeah, yeah, just plugged in, and it was supposed to be like higher graphics yeah. or something like that. And they tried to sell that with Knuckles Chaotix. That okay. was their big selling game for that, but didn't work, obviously. So, do you feel the Sonic line did not line up as well, like for the spinoffs, as much as the Mario spinoffs? Uh, when it comes to spinoffs, no. I think the only good Sonic spinoff, in my opinion, is like Sonic Riders. Okay. I've seen every GameCube, so you've never played them. No idea. They're like surfboard racing games. So it's just like a more like extreme, because of Sonic, a more extreme yeah. version of Mario Kart. Okay. But okay. like obviously Mario has better spinoffs, in my opinion. Yeah. Mario yeah. Kart, Party. I think Sonic's best spinoff is being at Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's also fair. Yeah. Because I remember with uh, Mario, because there was like Luigi's Mansion way back when. Banger. Banger. Banger alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was that one. There was the Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Yep. Which was kind of fun too. You know, that was Super Nintendo. And then I think there was another Luigi's game as well. The one where Mario went missing. It was for oh, Super Oh, Mario's Nintendo. Missing? That was yeah. actually what the game's okay, called. Mario's Missing. Yeah. It was, that was actually an educational game. Fun fact. Well, hey, sometimes you need that in yeah. video games. You know? So, okay. Okay. Um, we talked about two-tailed fox. You mentioned two-tailed snakes. Two-headed snakes. Two-headed snakes. Um, any thoughts on, I don't know, let's talk animals. You guys good with that? I'm down for I'm animals. I'm that. Ever been to the Calgary Zoo? Yes. Yeah. I was there zoo. recently, I think. Yeah. Same. I was there recently, too. Oh, no, wait. That was at the beginning of the month, wasn't it? That's so recent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, so much has happened this month. <laughs> <laughs> How incredible is it when you walk in there and you see giraffes? Like just I'm so short, eating. it's crazy. Yeah. Like fuck, you're looking up so high and these things are just eating off of a tree. It's great. I love it. Spencer's in the kitchen wondering what the <laughs> fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I went last year, like it was pretty cool to see. There was that, the hippos right there, you know, they're taking pictures, the red pandas, they get scared. Okay, the red pandas they're adorable. The red pandas they are adorable. Oh, like, I like when they get scared and just walk around with their hands up. That, to me, great. Have you been, you been to the Calgary Zoo before? Just the Calgary Zoo. Oh, so you've seen the, like, the penguins and stuff? Yeah, yeah, saw the penguins. Oh, adorable. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else we saw. There was lots of construction going on. Always is. Yeah. yeah. I think That's they're, disappointing. They're, I think they keep updating facilities. That's why. Because like, the pandas aren't there anymore. Okay. Are you guys big zoo guys? Like... I feel like every once, every few years, like like, not like a huge, huge one. Put it this way. Say like, you know, you're in Vancouver for a few days wrestling. You're going to go check out the zoo. I heard there's a zoo. (laughs) I thought they have a zoo. I don't know. I I I I assume they have have a zoo. aquarium. I don't know about that, actually. I assume Vancouver would have a zoo. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. That's fair. I don't know if they have a zoo. That's why I said I don't know. I remember one trip out to Toronto going to Marineland. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And that was kind of cool seeing like the the jingles came in my head. They jingle in my head. <laughs> <laughs> want to sing it? No, I won't say. Yeah, you want to sing it? I don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to copyright or not? Yeah, it's fine. They're not gonna listen to Everyone it. Everyone loves Marine Land. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Because I remember I went there, went to Canada's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time, you know, doing the roller coasters and stuff. There was the one where it was like the Great Canadian Mindbender, I think it was called, and it was like a wooden structure. And it takes your picture. Like, you're on that thing, and you're scared shitless. That was the one ride I remember there. It's like, it's like a ride that's, like, meant to scare you sort of thing? It's meant like to scare crickety? you. Okay. Yeah. I think it was built like... Like, like, like is it a roller coaster? It's a roller coaster. Oh. They're like, we're going to Made out of wood. Everyone. Yes. Huh. You trusted that? Yeah. Hey, back in the late 90s, Makes a mean, good story. Yeah. <laughs> you trusted that shit. They're not going to steer you wrong. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah, whatever they say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we learned a lot of lessons since then. Oh, I bet you did. So, <laughs> well, that, you know, Valley Fair was good. Okay. You know? Yeah, that was a good time. Do you guys do carnivals and shit like that? I did Stampede too much this year. Have you, you, you ever been to Stampede? No. You ever been to Stampede? Brother, that's a time. Oh, wait. Um, it's been a long time. Like 20 years. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, gu- I guess. I don't know. Is it technically still the same? Um, there's, there's definitely updated things. But I mean, like, yeah, but like, I the feel general like the concept. general concept has like been the same. The it's last a rodeo. Five years you're weeping there. It's, well, it's, it's, it's basically, um, I don't even say the rodeo is like the main attraction anymore. No, it's just kind of like a week long or two week long summer party. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, like, is, is com- like, get companies, with rodeos. like companies downtown give you time off to go to Stampede. Really? Yeah. 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 Like dedicated days. There's companies who like pay to like, so that they can have a spot. At Stampede as well. But like, so we, we go to eat the food. Yeah. Yeah. Carmel food, they have some bangers there. They had like a mac and cheese stand there. But for me, peanut butter stand. I was there four days in a row. Okay. Is it just different kinds of peanut butter? Or so like... it's, it's basically, so oh, what do they have? They had deep fried Reese's peanut butter cups. They had uh, deep fried PB&J sandwiches. Like a weird like Nutella peanut butter sandwich sort of thing. Just like a different like peanut butter based food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we tried the. Were you there for the ketchup ice cream or mustard no, ice cream? No, I was not dumb enough to try that. Uh, well, that was me. I was dumb enough. Yeah, you did both. <laughs> you did the ketchup and mustard ice cream. They were both bad. Yeah. Why did you think one would be better than the other? <laughs> you gotta try it, brother. It's for the experience. Was it worth it? No. <laughs> hey now. Oh. Hey, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> that's just disgusting. Yeah. You gotta try the bad food. Sometimes they do that. All, they do that all the time. Though. That's yeah. like a gimmick they do. Is like try and get like some weird random food. Yeah. Oh, the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Either that or like eat this deep fried insect. Yeah. Or deep fried item A and B and C. Which deep fried insect did you eat? I never. I did not do insects. I didn't see any this year. My no. friend wanted to do the like super spicy pizza, but then he was like, oh, "I know what." I'm smarter than that. Yeah, that's good. Because like those are the ones you have, like sign the waiver for, and like it's not even going to be enjoyable. So why do it? I think as soon as you get to sign a waiver, it's not worth it. No, that's that's just like a challenge sort of thing. But still, like nothing good is your butthole over it. it. And who wants to do that? Not me. Exactly. Um, you mentioned the peanut butter cups. <laughs> have you ever eaten the half pound Reese peanut butter cup? Yes. You have. When I was a kid, I regretted it. I wanted to. I think there's like, there's like a Reese's store. I think it's in New York City. That's like a like make your own like peanut butter cup thing. Oh, that's cool. I think yeah, Z- there is. Yeah, I think Zoe yeah. sent that to me. And it was like we have to go to New York City sometime. I'm like oh, I'm down. That's cool. Yeah, there's that. But the, I know there's the half pound peanut butter cup. It's a massive peanut butter cup. Yeah, it's like a lot. I mean, I'm sure you could probably eat it in one go, but it's a lot. I eat one bite, baby. I know. I used to eat the Reese's uh, pieces, like chocolate bars, like the big bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because like the peanut butter cup bars? Yeah. Yeah, those are good, though. They're They're fucking sweet as hell, though. They are so sweet. (laughs) I had to find a giant Mars bar one day. That's what I had to do. One day. I think that's in the West Ed. I think that's what Gavin told me. Like, gotta go then. The jumbo size one where there's two in there? Giant, no, like. Like, comically large. How big are you wanting of this Mars bar? As big as I can get. I want like a table made of Mars bars. Have you seen an actual big Mars bar like that? I'm not in person. No? Okay. No. I'm but, looking. We're looking. Okay. Okay. We're going to research. Could you make it? Could you imagine like a table made of a giant Mars bar? I'll put you through it. I mean, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> he eats the bump, starts eating the table. <laughs> that reminded me of an old SNL skit where Will Ferrell was doing, I think, Harry Carey. And does the, if the moon was made out of whatever, would you eat it? 
That's what that reminded me of there. So. I'd eat it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, okay. We are going to wrap this up because we have gone on for quite a while, and I'm kind of losing track of things because, well, it's just getting you that point. You track of things at one point? Not yeah, a chance. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, a bold if, if lie, I, brother. If I was, we went off the rails at the very beginning. So <laughs> I think we went off the rails when you didn't have a plan. <laughs> How am I going to plan for it? You know, it was one of those things where I didn't know who was going to be available to chat. And, you know, I'm, I didn't have time to. And just... you said Short King's most chaotic duo. Yeah, That's why true. not? Chaos, chaos sells. Yep. It does. You know, so. Um, Here's a chance for you guys to plug anything you would like. You go, All right. You go first. We got the Short Kings YouTube channel. We got the Short Kings podcast. We got our own merch, both Mars the Specialist Pro Wrestling Tees and the Thickness Reed Matthews Pro Wrestling Tees. You got Mars on Instagram and uh, Twitter at? At Mars Specialist. And you got myself, The Thickness, on Instagram and Twitter at The Thickness 7. Uh, am I missing anything? I, I think I nailed it. I think you got everything. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Cool. Did one try. take. One take. One let's, go. let's go. Uh, guys, thank you very much for that. Thanks for yeah. having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so, so much for checking out the podcast. Thank you to Spencer for letting us record. Thank you to Reed. Thank you to Mars. Thank you to Rich, Jared, Thaddeus. Connor, I appreciate all of you joining me to just, you know, shoot the shit and talk a little bit and join me for an episode. And like I said, thank you to everyone involved at the show. You made someone flying in from out of town feel very welcome. And I can guarantee you it will not be my last time going to an LPW show because it was unbelievable. So thank you to them. And thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GreenmakerPod, up on all social media, Greenmaker Wrestling Podcast, up on all podcast streaming platforms. I got t-shirts available, only a few left. But if you buy one, I'm including some stickers in there. So who doesn't love stickers? They're great. So besides that, you can check me out every weekend up on four exposure with love wrestling with my good friend Plugo as we take a look at the world of independent wrestling it is a lot of fun i'm usually doing the brunch gimmick on love wrestling as well speaking of which there is so many so much great content up on love wrestling definitely check it out hit up the patreon subscribe you will get even more great content so definitely check it out thanks for checking out the podcast we'll talk soon